Yo, what's up? My name is Justin Rose, and you're now tuned in to the Encore Radio Show. Yup. The views and comments expressed on the following radio program by his hosts and their guests do not necessarily reflect the views of... I want a hammock for all of that shade that they throwing. DDMG getting paid at the moment. Need 30 for saving and 20 for blowing. Yo, ping in my phone. That shit burn flame emoji. I don't know what y'all have been seeing. That boy wanted beef, now we vegan. Well, trust me, this pepper in season. I do this for money. You rap for convenience. And niggas was scared of me going to Texas. But I stayed in Vegas and got all my nets in. And UTA blowing my phone up with Texas. Guess me not replying. Ain't sending the message. It's cool. I'm a Lancara of Jules. You niggas belly flop. This ain't the pool. I run that checkup like spice on the the Encore Radio Show podcast live here with Y Soul sitting here with Justin Rose, uh, producer and artist. Justin Rose, uh, Twitter at Justin Rose PHC, Instagram at Justin Rose.phc. Now, website rsgldtheworld.com. Rose Gold the World. Rose Gold. See, I know. If I had said it out loud like that, people would have tried to spell that yeah, shit. Rose Gold the World. I'm like, nah. I nah, know nah, you nah. gotta be an internet nigga to find out. <laughs> nah, I know, man. I know, man. Cause it's like we we'll probably change that. We we'll probably do like a Justin Rose PhD.com or something. What's the PhD stand for? Fly High Club. Nice. Okay. 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 All right. But well, that makes sense. All right. So you rap Queens, Queens right? Cute girl, her side. Nice. All right. So that, that's where you were born. Yeah, East Elmhurst. Okay. From East Elmhurst. Yeah, Laguardia. So yeah, see, Laguardia. that's deep. Okay. Fly okay. niggas. Fly <laughs> niggas. <laughs> see now, I don't know much about Queens. Like I've been to Jamaica, Queens. I'm like, I'm. I mean, I'm sure I've driven through Queens and whatnot. I've probably been in mad different neighborhoods, or whatever. But I've never like been in Queens, mm-hmm. right? So you've lived in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You lived outside of the city altogether. Mm-hmm. What's the difference with like like what is I guess from your perspective, what's the most glaring difference from Queens to everywhere else? Queens? Yeah. Yo, you know Queens is the most diverse place in the world. Really? Okay. So that's what makes it a lot different, you know. It's just mad people, it's mad like it's mad different. It's just mad cultures. There's so many cultures. Mm-hmm. You know, that's like that's the thing in New York period. Mm-hmm. Like, Queens is really condensed, like you got everything going on in there, so that's that's the biggest thing. Like my like East Elmhurst is like all all Dominican now. Really? Know? Okay. Okay. You know what I'm saying it was like, it used to be Italian. Yeah. It used to be Italian and like my mom's generation and shit was mm-hmm. all black. And mm-hmm. now now most of the people there are like Spanish. Mm. So you bounce from New York to Pennsylvania. New York, Pennsylvania. And then LA. Oh, okay. And then you settle. You ended up settling. At St. John's, you went to St. John's, you yeah. right? So, why did you choose St. John's over Pennsylvania or anywhere in Pennsylvania? Pennsylvania was like it was a detour, you okay. Know what I'm so, I wasn't gonna stay in there regardless, okay. So, and you didn't like was, it, or just just because you know you had a goal for it, and the goal once you could accomplish whatever you had to accomplish, nah, you know, I was, I was in Pennsylvania, I was in Pennsylvania, I went to like a I went to a special school in Pennsylvania. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it was like, it was a situation where I was like, not home anymore. You mm-hmm, know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, yeah. So then I had to like, so yeah, I never wanted to stay in Pennsylvania. Nothing wrong with Pennsylvania. Pennsylvania yeah. is cool. I actually kind of miss Pennsylvania sometimes. Okay, okay. You know what I'm saying? It's like, they got that little, you know what I'm saying? It's different. It's a lot different in the city. Everywhere is different in New York. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But uh, I chose St. John's because I had got the scholarship 
so I had I had the scholarship and it was like, man, I wanna do this music shit, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it makes sense for me to be to New York. Yeah. I'm from Queens. I always kinda wanted to go to St. John's because uh-huh. it was like the only New York school in you know, Final Four. You know, yeah, 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 When yeah. I used That's to pay attention to the ball, so it was uh-huh, just like, uh-huh. when I was little, I'd be like, yo, I want to go to St. John's, it's Queens. Yeah. The hat was always fire. They had uh-huh. like a fitted that I always loved. Yeah. Um. So I was like, yeah, let me go to St. St. John's. I'm like, I know I want to go to college because, you know, why not go to college? You mm-hmm. got, you can get that shit for free. If True, you can, exactly. If you could, we have a full shit, ride? You know, basically. Yeah, man. Lucky. See, out. I need that. Okay, I need. I needed that. I needed that. Sally May still got me graft up. Yeah, and she got all. She got a little bit of all of us. You know, what I'm saying? just a little. I mean, but I know I got a friend that went to fucking. Where she go? She went to fucking Syracuse or some shit. <laughs> she got like two hundred k. Yeah, they got. They got her soul, and then her kids' soul, and her grandkids' soul yeah, and shit forever. Shit, Jesus. So, where'd you go to St. John's specifically for like what was your, what was your major? For girls. Oh, what? My major? <laughs> my major? Yeah. I don't know what my major was. <laughs> that shit was... A, it was like... You know what I mean? What was my major? I don't know. What was my major? I think probably like mass communication. Okay. Something. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Something... Not a, not a, the first answer word for girls. All right. Yeah, all that's right. what you go to, go to college for, bro. <laughs> like, I, 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 knew, I knew I was going to do music. I, I just like... Like I said, like if you got if you got the opportunity to go to college, I'm not gonna give it up for music. I know yeah. most people do, but uh, like, uh. come on, man! Like I do music, like I really like doing music. I'm gonna yeah. do it regardless. Yeah. Like, let me live my life. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm gonna live my life. I'm gonna do it. I tried to drop out a couple of times, but well, hey, listen, I, I think we all tried to drop out a couple of times. I think yeah. I got to my senior year, and I was like, yo, if I do this, like. If I actually leave, will it? Will, how much will it hurt me? And I was like, Nah, fam. Like you right here. Like yeah. don't just get, don't give up now. But anyway, anyway. Yeah, no, man, it's not that bad. College ain't that crazy. Man. Yeah, but I. They make it seem mm. it, it, it. It be it's all a, that shit is illusion, bro. That shit is easy, man. Cause at the end of the day, finesse for everything, man. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Facts, it's straight finesse, facts. Finesse your way out of that. Straight man. facts. All right, bet so. What was your first experience with music? My family, we don't have any um, musicians in my family, but mm-hmm. my family is like a bunch of like, everybody loves music. Everybody's okay. like a little fake DJ. Nobody, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, got the, I got the one uncle who was like, his record collection is crazy. Yeah. My mom, she don't, she like, she played, she always just played music. She's a big, big music fan. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? My aunt, everybody in my family, you know what I'm saying? We just big music lovers. So yeah. it was always around me. I think uh, I think my mom bought me this drum. I think it was a couple of things that my mom bought me when I was little. Yeah. When I really, really think about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I really, really think about it. I think there was a couple of things. She bought me this drum. Mm-hmm. It was like a little drum. And I, it was a whack-ass drum, but I always remember banging on that shit and wishing that shit was more popping. yeah. So it was that, and then it was like, so you know what I'm saying? And then she had like the, you know, you know how like they got the little Fisher Price, the uh-huh. you know, uh-huh. little xylophone drone. Yeah, I had one of those. Okay. I but I remember wanting to like be nice at that shit and Not, play okay, some okay. wavy shit. Like yeah. I remember being mad young and being like, I, I get it, but this shit ain't. You know what I'm saying? Ain't doing what you want. Alright. And then it was like she bought me this little weird ass cassette player, and mm-hmm. I had. I know this is a long winded answer, but nah, it's good. Be, it's you good. know when you were, when you. Were, you know, 
people ask this question a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I never have the right answer, so this is my first. There is time. no right answer. Don't even know. Don't yeah. Really get that. But the better answer. Sometimes I give like a lame answer. Yeah, yeah. And we're gonna be here for an hour, right? <laughs> about about that or more. So I'm gonna just give you all the. <laughs> so yeah, she had this like little Fisher Price cassette player, mm -hmm. and then I had the Biggie shit in there, mm -hmm. and I had mm -hmm. Sting. Mm -hmm. This thing album that I still don't remember the name of it, but I remember my uncle gave it to me, and that shit is fire. Yeah. So it was those two things, and I was like, all right, cool, I like this shit. Nice. Okay. So you said so you got Biggie and Sting. Yeah. Not necessarily two correlating artists. What are some genres that you outside of hip hop that you listen to if you do listen to other genres? You Jamaican, right? No, I'm Bajan. You're Bajan? Yeah. Do Bajans listen to a lot of different type of music? Yeah, I do. Let's do a lot of different no, your, your family, though. Your family, though. Um, was, your, was your family, like, very, like, cooked it? Uh, no, not really. Like, you, know? you know, maybe, like, one... Or maybe, like, one or two genres just off of, like, passing, but nothing in detail, nah. Word? Yeah. Oh, I, feel, I always feel like Jamaicans... I always feel like Jamaicans... And I, I don't know about all Caribbeans, but I feel like Jamaicans always have, like, a... Um, good sense for just music you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying like Jamaica always had a good taste of music mm -hmm. and I feel like it was just natural for my family so I I, I would say I got it from my family because yeah. my family is very eclectic uh -huh, uh -huh. you know what I'm saying and not in like a bougie way but you know they like fucking you know like Elton John and yeah. my mama like you know what I'm saying like uh, Prince and uh -huh. Michael Jackson you know it's just so much good music for yeah. their time Billy Joe, my mom OD like weird shit, like not weird shit, but my mom like mad shit, and yeah. my uncle like mad shit. He be listening to like African music, my bad, and like uh, African music and like Brazilian. He put me on the map, Brazilian. Oh nah, see nah, see that's what I'm saying. Like never, never that deep, you know. It yeah. was like for me, it was like you know Celine Dion. Um, uh, I don't, I don't really think I really listened to El none from Elton John like that, but Celine Dion, um, uh, Mariah Carey, um, Michael Jackson. Yeah. Um, but that's mad shit though. That's mad. That's I mad mean, but stuff. but yeah, but those are like that's like that's that's a casual that you, listening. That makes you that makes you that makes you mad eclectic. Like people be trying to hide it. Like people like if you black and you from New York, your parents probably did a good job for the most part mm -hmm. of like making sure that you eclectic. I think that's a natural thing. I think people try to like force that shit away to be cool like in high school it makes you try to force that shit like yeah. I don't listen to something <laughs> your ass was yo, your ass definitely had the motherfucking NSYNC uh, you know those <laughs> the, 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 the um the stickers yeah, Backstreet Boys too yeah 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 yeah. Huh? yeah take it yeah so yeah, NSYNC, the Backstreet, they had like Backstreet Boys stickers and all that shit, whatever. Yeah, like eating the candy. Yeah, like everyone, everyone listens to a bunch of things. Niggas but. got and then niggas got cool. You get you get you get cool in high. Uh, you get not cool in high school, but you know what I'm saying. Like not even high school. What is it? You know, it's just when niggas start becoming like you become not nigga and you like. <laughs> I don't. Listen I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Like, but I, if you. You know, if you if you wasn't in the music, it didn't matter because yeah. you was in a lifestyle. But if you was in the music, you kept listening and you kept exploring. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It became it, as you as you grow older, it's harder to become. It hard. It's harder to be different. Like mm. you want, you don't want to be the one that stands out because the one that stands out necessarily doesn't fit into a into a box, mm. and you can be picked on, judged, whatever, whatever. And it's hard. Yeah, I, I, yeah. I, like, as you're growing up, you don't want to be a part of that. But as you get older, it's like, oh, well, this is better for me to be this way anyway. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to be like them. So I understand. I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. But well, nah, I yeah, I didn't I didn't listen to... I, I listened to those, 
like those, I guess those headlining artists, but if you would ask me like deeper, deeper artists, I wouldn't be able to listen to that. I wouldn't be able to tell you because we didn't, we never went that far yeah, deep, you know? Yeah, yeah. Outside, no, outside of just hearing the radio, and radio is for casual fans as well. And then, you know, I went, I went, it was that, it was that, is that I never stopped listening to, like, I just listened to everything. My mm-hmm. mom went, let me play hip hop for mad long. Yeah, so when too. I, when I went away to Pennsylvania, mm-hmm. Again, I got to just listen. I got to do my thing a little bit more, mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. and then I was like around a lot of different type of people, so they yeah. put me on a lot of stuff. So that's what's up. Okay, all right. So, do you think all those experiences that you had that they influenced the music that you put out today? They influenced the sound that you have? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Because I don't, I'm, I don't be trying to make any like. I don't be trying to play by like no certain type of rules. Yeah, it's just mad annoying for like management and shit like that, uh-huh. or whatever. I don't know, man. I, I'm sure it's a, you know what I'm saying. It just we just try to make music that we feel. Like, yeah, you know what I'm saying because that's the most interesting thing. That's what I, I was mean. looking for. You know, like the music that you make, whatever. It sounds like you have fun. Like every, I mean, I even I watched him on your most recent videos. Like. You have fun. I don't want to jump ahead too much, but yeah, you like you ha- you just have fun. You know, yeah. it's a it's a. I'm not just listening. I'm not just looking at like a typical New York hip hop artist. I'm hit. Uh, this, nah. It's more than that. No, it's I, more. Be, I was, you know I did too much. You be living. I've been living too much. Dude. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. I would do too much living to just be. Not to say that New York rappers don't, but I just. I haven't lived in. You know what I'm saying. Like I've been like tra- I've travel more. a lot. You know what yeah, I'm saying. I travel yeah. a lot. So. All right, fair enough. So for the career you have today. Right. Mm-hmm. Where did that start? It started. It kind of started in college. Okay. Maybe. Okay. Because you know, I I was making beats and shit like that. I was making beats. I never like. I wanted to be like. I wanted to be like Pharrell. Yeah. Yeah. Because I heard the nigga made a million dollars off a of beat. That was my first. My first thing. It was like, whoa, my. I found out a job I could do. <laughs> get off my back. I found out I could make beats and make, sell a beat for a million dollars. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? After, so I was like, all right, this could be a career. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So I think in college I started getting real serious about it. Yeah, I started getting pretty serious about it. I, one of my friends out there, uh, I started uh, producing for him. Okay. Okay. I was making beats and shit for him, and that was cool. And then I started making beats for other people. Like, I'm gonna knock him. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I don't. I don't know him, but I know you. You went on tour with him. Knock him was the greatest. Mm-hmm. And then I did shit with Mickey Fags. Yeah. And I yeah. did the Mickey Fags shit kind of like it helped a lot of the shit. And then uh, I think Mickey was the first nigga that I could think about outside of my artists. Mm-hmm. Mickey was the first nigga that let me. Yo, Mickey let me do mad things. I can't lie. Not yeah. let me, but you know what I'm saying. Like as a producer, mm-hmm. like he was the first person that let me do like be on the hook of, my, yeah. of a song that uh-huh, I produced. Uh-huh. And he was letting me do a bunch of alternative shit, which yeah. was kind of cool. Cause I'm, I'm a big NERD fan. Uh huh. Uh huh. So I was doing mad hip hop shit, but like I, I would have like all this alternative like type of rock shit, and he was the first nigga that let me do it. And yeah. you know what I'm saying, like. So shout out to Mickey for doing that, man. Um, and then after that, it was like, yeah, that's where it started. It started with the and Chris. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Shout out to Casanova. Yeah, Chris, yo, that's that's a good nigga right there. Oh, <laughs> uh, okay. So let's talk about your production style. You know, producer at this point now, it's like such a very vague term. You know, from the outside looking at, like they don't understand what a producer actually does i know some producers just make beats and just send them out they don't they don't actually work with artists in the studio and then some actually like craft beats for artists so talk to me and explain to people what 
producer is to you? Well, not that I'm an artist, it means way more than it did when I thought I was a producer. Okay, okay, explain that. Uh, when I was a, when I thought I was a producer, I, I knew it was a lot about, you know, the, the beats. You know, it's a lot about the beats. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. But then, you know, that, you know, you know how to say that's a beat maker. That's the musician. I don't yeah. like when people say it's the beat maker or the programmer. Okay. It's the musician, you know what I'm saying? But the producer, like, you really got to have a whole vision and, mm -hmm. and have the the knowledge and the resources to put that vision together. You okay. know what I'm saying? So I think my hardest job, my hardest produ production job has been, like, producing myself. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Okay. Cause you gotta, cause there's so much to it. You realize how much there is to it. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm still like, you know what I mean? Like the, the producer shit is a weird label because it, it kind of makes you like one thing. Like I feel like I'm still a producer even though I'm an artist. You uh -huh. know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. You get what I'm saying? Like, I get like, it. Outside of like, at the end of the day, it's all you're literally just a it's more well-rounded musician. It's it just a creative. Yeah, you just like a creative. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Like. You delegate, you know what I'm saying, what mm -hmm. needs to be delegated. These are all production jobs, you know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. write the songs, or if you got to bring in a so songwriter, you bring in a songwriter. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You do whatever it takes to, you. your job is to do whatever it takes to make the music happen. So that's, you know, that's def definitely what I'm still doing as an artist, you know what, mm -hmm. what I'm saying? And even on a bigger scale, you know what I'm saying, as far as, like, the schedule, you know, like, putting everything together outside of the music it's just mm. you know what i'm saying it's just more responsibility yeah but uh well you said you said um something requires more resources like what resources are you talking about oh. <laughs> it's just you know what i'm saying <laughs> <laughs> just give away all the sauce. Yes, yeah, you, <laughs> you gotta give me something. You gotta give me something. You know what I'm saying? Resources could just be anything you need to get the job done. You know okay. what I'm saying? Like, whether it's if it's a song, maybe you're, you know, like Diddy. Mm -hmm. You know, everybody. I remember the age old argument with Diddy was that Diddy wasn't a. Technically a producer because he didn't make the beat. Uh huh. Uh huh. And I and I when I was a beat maker, I used to agree with that shit. Yeah. Diddy's the best, greatest producer ever, like ever. Okay. Hands down. Well, you gotta get now. You gotta tell me why. You know what I'm saying? Because he had the vision for the acts, okay. and that's the most important part of it. You know okay. what I'm saying? So he's putting yeah. every he's putting everything together. You, yeah. You you he developed the vision. He was mm -hmm. like, you are this act, and then he gets the producers. He gets. Mm -hmm. You know, he gets the samples. Did he used to get the samples for niggas? Like, yo, Diddy, that whole sound, the, yeah. the sound that niggas really wanted to bring back is the mm -hmm. Diddy sound. Yeah. They want to bring it back so Tell him, tell him. They tried. They try, everybody keeps trying, but only Diddy, you, you know what I'm saying? You're not going to be able to bring it back. But that is a New York sound that I yeah. feel like people really want to bring back. The one that took over for a large amount of time. Yeah, Fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Diddy invented that shit. He, you know what I'm saying? He, was a, he didn't make it. He mm -hmm. didn't create, craft it. But he was like, yo, that shit is gonna work. Mm -hmm. Do this shit, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he made a lot of, he made a, a lot of, a big economy off that shit. Mm-hmm, mm hmm I mean, and speaking of Diddy, you know, today, um, rest in peace, Big, yeah, right? Man. You know, rest Diddy, you know, peace, my nigga big, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm from Brooklyn, so Big is God to me, but at the same time, Big is God to everybody. And so, you know, Big, Big should be God to everybody, but it, it doesn't seem like that all the time. But, yeah, people, Twitter, Twitter. Yeah, people. <laughs> but you know, you know, I do know that you know Big could rap, and Big was good. But without Diddy, would there have been a Big? You know, like 
don't know. So no, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be. You know what I'm saying? He wouldn't be. No, of course not. You know what I'm saying? It would have been something else. Yeah. It might have been great, but it wouldn't have been no big. It wouldn't have been. It wouldn't have been, we know it wouldn't been juicy, my nigga. <laughs> exactly. It wouldn't have been hypnotized. Uh-huh. Like, come on, bro. Like, oh god. Right. Like Sean, Sean, talk about all this shit. <laughs> all right, so let's talk about uh, Rose Wave Volume One. Right. Oh shit. Oh, oh all right. I guess it's not that far away. I just, it's just funny when people. Bring <laughs> all right, in. so talk to me about that. You know, was that your was that your debut project? It was. It was like kind of like, yeah, it was my debut. It was the first one. I was like, all right, I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do. You want to tell the whole story? Cause Def, I, please, I do like telling the story. Good. It's always, it is, it's always, it's, it's not funny, but it's always interesting to me. Mm-hmm. When I realize how like life. Puts it's shit a path, together. my man. It's a path. So I was like, man. So I had been producing for a little bit, and I was like, man, I'm gonna take this shit seriously as when I graduate this college shit. Mm-hmm. When I finish this college shit. So I finished the shit, and I'm like, yo, ma, but like, yo, ma, I told you I wasn't. Wasn't gonna drop out. Mm. I didn't drop out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm telling you, I'm out to California. Fuck all this shit. We, mm. I'm out, mom. She's like, you sure? You sure? I'm like, yeah. You know it. Like LA is where it's at. I'm about to get this money, this producing money. Nice. I'm about to do. I'm about to do some shit for Katy Perry, mom. I'm telling you. <laughs> fuck everything. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. I went out there and, and, and you know I had like promises and shit. I was whatever. I was on some shit. Uh-huh. I wanted to get bread, bro. Like, I wanted to get the bread. So I went out there, and then L.A. was cool. I moved out there. My mom fucking gave me her car. She bought oh, nice. a new car and shit like that. Uh, she believed in you. Yeah, which is crazy, because my mom... My mom's good now, but back in the... She wasn't... You know what I'm saying? She, yeah. she was supportive. She used to buy me shit, but... She, you know, she's Jamaican. Mm-hmm. Woman, you know what I'm saying? They don't really... Skeptical get, to an extent. Right? Yeah, they be like, yo, but what you trying... Come on, my nigga. What mm-hmm. you doing with your life? So, yeah. I was like, yeah. So, she bought me a car. I mean, she, she bought herself a car. She gave me her old car. Mm-hmm. We shipped that shit out there for, like, graduation present. Because mm-hmm. my shit's expensive. Mm-hmm. Shipped that shit out there. Moved all my shit out there and shit. And I was like, man, I'm going to be a producer. And then, and then I got, so I got my car. So I, I was there for like three weeks. Then I got my car. Mm-hmm. Got my car. Three three days later, crashed that shit. Badass accident. Like, it was like, it was bad, bro. Like, the seatbelt wasn't working. I was, almost went through the windshield. Jesus Christ. Except my man. dreads saved me. So shout out to the dreads. <laughs> but it was like bad. Like, I couldn't walk for like a week. I couldn't, like, I had like. The worst part about it was my ear, like mm-hmm. I couldn't hear, so I was like super scared yeah. about that. Like mm-hmm. I couldn't like really hear, but then that shit healed up, and when that shit healed up, like I was, I was like, man, fuck this producing shit. Like you know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it was like I was tired of all, like the producing shit is cool, but back then when I was just like beat making this shit, mm-hmm. it was kind of like a herb, like a herb job. Like yeah. that. you know what I'm saying? Like it's kind of like it definitely humbles you for a very, very long time. Yeah, I ain't with that shit. Man. <laughs> It was like, you be spending all this time making beats for niggas, and you don't be wanting the beats and shit. I'm like, oh, it took me fucking like three hours to make back mm. then, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Now it don't take me three hours to make a beat, but it was like, man, it took mad time. I'm tired of shit, and I could rap, and I'm like swaggier than a lot of these niggas. Mm. Like, like, I'm going to try the artist shit, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm going to yeah. try it. Like, I got an idea. I got some ideas for it. I've been recording and writing. Mm-hmm. So, Rose Wave was like, so to, so to bring it back around, Rose Wave I'm, uh, was like, 
for me, it was like New York and Cali together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? I had mm-hmm. wrote a lot of songs in Cali, mm-hmm. and I had finished them in New York. So yeah. I came back. I was like, I came back. I did this show for CMJ so like mm-hmm. that I had for my rappers. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I put myself in the show. That yeah. was like my first, like, all right, like, yo, I touched down this city. I'm like, yo, I'm about to start rapping. I'm about to do this show. It was like mm-hmm. that quick. I recorded some songs for the show. I'm about to do it. Nice. Okay. So we did the show, and that shit was fucking lit. So I was like, yo, being a rapper is 20 times fun and being a, more fun than being a producer. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just went for that shit. And yeah. then Rose Wave was like, it. I was like, if I'm going to go for it, I'm going to just do it my way. Like, I'm going to do it however I want so niggas don't. You know what I'm saying, niggas? Because you know how New York niggas... Not New mm. York. You know how rap niggas just try to... In they general. try to box you in as mm-hmm. early as possible. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, fuck all that. I'm going to just do kind of what I want to do. And you know what I'm saying? And Rose Wave came out and, you know, niggas fuck with it. Some niggas slept on it. Mm-hmm. But that shit is old news now. You know what I'm saying? But, all right. So, that artist, that Justin Rose, compared to this Justin Rose now... Mm. What's the what's the most glaring difference to you? The most glaring difference is kind of I, I kind of just like figured out more who I was. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And uh, yeah, I just kind of figured because a lot of things with Rose Wave one, Rose Wave one was I made the songs to kind of I felt like I was making the songs to impress people. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Especially because I was so new and I wasn't as confident in, like, me as the artist. Mm-hmm. I feel like I was trying to just, you know what I'm saying, like, do kind of, like, whatever I could. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, this is going to be my first thing. I'm going to do whatever I could. But not, but then I started realizing, like, I'd be at parties and I'd be like, I'd be wanting to tell the DJ to play my song. And I'm like, I can't because I wouldn't listen to that type of music at this party. Like, at the parties mm-hmm. I was at. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't. Like, I like to... It's not even that I like to party, but I like to, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I like to have fun. Like, yeah. that's my that's my main shit, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was cool that people was coming up to me. and I know where you listen to my music, you know what I'm saying? That Rosewood album, you listen to it in your car, mm-hmm. with your friends, when you're smoking with your friends, but mm-hmm. I couldn't listen to it in a party. Yeah. So, that void is where I'm, where I'm trying, like, what I'm feeling right now. It's mm-hmm. like, what is my party? Like, what, you know what I'm saying? What can I use? You know who else told me that? Uh, shout out to She's Ryan. She just... Um, oh, shout out to She's Ryan. Yeah, she was in here. This was, I guess, uh, maybe so September, October, whatever it is. And we talked. And she told me the same thing because she had put a project out and she won, like she was trying to look for it to get played in certain places and it wasn't getting played where, where it was at. And she said someone told her, like, yo, like... This is this is the this is the scene that you're in. These people that you're around, like yo, you should better play your music where you exist. Yeah. And from then, as she started making her own her her music, her party music, her happy yeah, music. You, you be trying to do too much sometimes when you just when the music is supposed to be honest. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, that's the most that's the most thing. Like niggas don't be accepting it honestly because they want to be like you want to be like Andre 3000 or you want to be like yeah. You know what I'm saying? You want to yeah. be like Michael Jackson or uh-huh. you want to you you have great aspirations, but like. Sometimes the best shit is just where you at right there, you know what I'm saying? Like, so that's what I try to do, you know what I'm saying? Like, you might not be Drake because you might not be going through those girl problems, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But in your reality, there might be a lot of shit going on. Yeah. So fuck with, you know what I'm saying? That's, yeah, I, you know, I like what you said about music and honesty because from my perspective at the very least, music needs to be, music should be the most honest thing that comes out because it needs to be, your life is the greatest story ever told. 
because there's nothing about it that's fake. Everything is literally um, authentic and no one can tell it better than you. You know, you may have similarities with somebody else, but no two people's story is, is, is the exact same. So if you can find a way to express that musically, like, mm-hmm. you could be, but obviously, like you said, you know, like, as a, a coming out, debut project, like, you really want to put on, like, you want people to be like, yo, I look, look at me. Some, yeah, I just want to make some type of noise. And mm-hmm. I felt like the best way to make some noise is to do something, do shit that, like, niggas wasn't doing. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. I wasn't dressing, I wasn't trying to dress like niggas. I wasn't, like, even the way I did my shows, I wasn't trying to do shows like niggas. I was mm-hmm. trying to do whatever I could to not be like everybody. So it would just be like, all right, that's Justin. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, because that's how it's always been. I've always been like that kid. Like, let's just make sure. Let everybody make sure that this is Justin. And that's y'all. <laughs> y'all do y'all. I do this over here. This is Bad. what I do. All right. So on that project, like we talked about Casanova already, but on that project, Casanova was on there as well. And <laughs> yeah, and apparently, you know, like you guys have worked together for a minute. You even being on his most recent project. So how that relationship blossom? Like, how did you meet him? Mm, we, cause we used to be at uh, DD One Seventy Two. So I met him at DD One Seventy Two. And uh, <clears throat> we just met, and then you know we would see each other, and then it'd be the like, yo, we gotta work, we gotta work, but like, yeah, we work. You know, I send him some beats and shit like that. You know what I'm saying, whatever. But then we, then we really started working when I did that Brains on Drugs record with him, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then we just always clicked. You know what I'm saying? And then he was mad supportive. That's why him and Nakim will always be, you know, the greatest people to me because. They were very supportive of my transition mm. into being an artist. Yeah, yeah. You know, so a lot of niggas be trying to, you know, they be whatever or they, you know, I mean, New York as a, like a lot of people I know in, in the city, they've been supportive. So I won't, you know, I won't act like, you know, I won't be that type of nigga, but they were really supportive and like anytime mm-hmm. I needed some advice or whatever, you know, Chris was always there and he always just supported and made sure people listened to my shit. You know what I'm saying? That's what's up. He always picked dope beats too. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I always appreciated that. He didn't always, he didn't pick the beats that like when I was on with production shit. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He didn't pick beats that like everybody else wanna hear. He would like challenge it a little bit. You know That's what I mean? That's what's up, okay. I fuck with Chris, man. Shout out to Chris. And he's bossing up. I hope you niggas <laughs> hope niggas see my nigga Chris right man. He's bossing up right now. Is that the most exciting thing when a when a when an artist chooses to challenge, to to be challenged and not just pick, you know, something that is more so within their lane. Yeah, because that shit is, for me personally, because the way I was making beats is I was I would just always try to come up with something that's kind of original. Mm-hmm. I, was try, I don't know if that was on purpose, but it was just like, I would never, I don't ever be trying to do, damn, that shit sounds so cliche now. I don't <laughs> never be trying to do what everybody else does, but that's really where my mind was. Yeah. I was like, let me try to do it here. So for me, when a, when a rapper picks, or like when anybody picks like a beat that's a little bit off, it's rewarding to me because mm. I put in creativity and yeah. you know what I'm saying? You're putting in your creativity and I know it's going to come out to be something like that niggas never heard. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And that's usually what happens a lot of times with like a lot of records that like, like you know what I'm saying? Like we got one record called Bogus. Niggas yeah. slept on that shit. And no niggas never heard no shit like that before. Yeah. Or like... You know what I'm saying? If you listen to me and I can't Black Roses project, like mm-hmm. that niggas ain't never heard no shit like that. Like, you know what I'm saying? That's that was on a baby level too. Niggas didn't even really like bring out the. You know what I'm saying? But that's what we about over here on my side. Dope. 
right. So after where where do we go after Roseway? Now this this is where like this is a drop off for me. Like looking for stuff about you, whatever. There's like this gap. Like I, I did see the um I think it was called Black Rose, right? The, the yeah, part that you and yeah. yeah. I did I did see that, but something else is I feel like something is missing in between there. Um not really. It was cause I did yeah, I did um I did Rose Wave. Man, in interviews you really gotta tell everything. Like you gotta <laughs> yeah. tell a lot. <laughs> just like, oh there's no way I could get around telling. Alright, whatever, cool. Um so yeah, so I did the I did the Rose Wave shit, then we did Black Roses and then it was it was kinda like figuring out what I was gonna do next mm-hmm. and I wasn't really rushing it and I and I did like some production here and there. I was doing I was kind of doing production shit, but I I had started working on an album. I started mm-hmm. working on Rose Wave Two. Okay. And I was just like, this shit is. I I started noticing a problem that that I like the music I was making wasn't for where I wanted to be. You okay. know what I'm saying, uh-huh. or where I would be. You know what I'm saying, not uh-huh. even where I wanted to be. It was like where I would be. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying, like I was making like these big like I was just trying to be. I was trying to do like some. I don't want to give up all the sauce, but I was just trying to do some like Rose Wave two ish type records. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like the next evolution of Rose Wave one. Yeah. And you were trying to you were trying to top yourself. Like you're you yeah, accomplishing yeah, yeah, with yeah. yourself, and you wanted. To do I was more. trying to go there, and then I, then a lot of things had changed. Mm-hmm. I had moved. I had moved to the Bronx, so mm-hmm. I think that changed a lot. I had moved in with like my homies. So yeah. I was before or yeah, a lot of things had changed. Like I, I, one time I was I was living in Jamaica for a long time, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then. And then when I moved to Bronx, to the Bronx, I was like, all right, I know what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna do a mixtape. I'm not gonna do another album situation. Mm-hmm, I'm gonna mm-hmm. just do this mixtape, and I'm gonna do songs that I wanna hear that I'll be that I would wanna hear right now. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. So that so that's why there's a gap because the album Rose Wave Two got trashed. Uh huh. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? And I started making Water White. Mm-hmm, she mm-hmm. moving is she moving is I'll say this she moving is is like the birth of me moving on to water white, you know what nice, I'm saying? Nice, nice, nice. Okay. All right, so here's what we're going to do. We're going to run to a quick commercial break, and when we come back, we're going to get into water white, and she moved in. There's some more tracks that you dropped recently that were premiered on Fader and Noisy. So yeah. it's the Encore Radio Show podcast. Make sure you guys follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Encore Radio Show. Check out our website, EncoreRadioShow.com. We'll be right, we'll be right back. Coming up on a future episode of the Encore Radio Show. So I came out that, that next day and everybody was like, yo, it's the dude that know how to sing. They was like, yeah. So they was like, let me hear something. You know, they put me to the test. So, you know, I passed the test. There were some females around at that time, yeah, too. So yeah, it was like, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. So, you know, that there was history after that. It was that, definitely man. worth it singing right yeah, there. Of course, of course, man. That's what's up. That's yeah. what's up. Hi, right, folks. Me back. It's the Encore Radio Show podcast. Why Soul here with Justin Rose. Uh, again, like I said, folks, uh, at Justin Rose PHC on Twitter, at Justin Rose PHC on Instagram, RoseGoldTheWorld.com or RSGLDTheWorld.com. Everything is up there. SoundCloud, all that. It's easy to find. It's locking. Anyway, so we talked a bit. What we, what we have coming up here is Water White, your new project coming up. But I want to talk about a criticism that that I've been hearing. All right, so I asked around to people who um, in the scene. Like we talked, we just talked briefly, whatever about 
the two scenes that are out now, the more so independent scene with all the different shows that are out now, whatever, and then the typical historical scene with hot power, so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. And the one thing that people said about you was that like, you couldn't be defined. Like they couldn't find like, one specific one specific thing to say that you know this is what justin rose does mm -hmm. so what do you say to those people and specifically to that criticism mm -hmm. so what <laughs> that's that's a good answer that's that's the yeah. an answer like man you guys whoever has that criticism just listen to the music man just mm -hmm. you know what i'm saying i, I understand it I understand, you know what I'm saying? It's in the culture to be like that, but mm -hmm. it could all be so simple. You know what I'm saying? It just, you know what I mean? I don't know what I define. Like, you know what I'm saying? I define, like, that's just, it's, it's me. Mm -hmm. Nah, that's like a such a cliche, you know what I'm saying? Thing. But that's what it is, really. It's just like whatever I'm fucking with. And I just hope, you know what I'm saying? That, like, it's kind of like this conversation, you mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? The music is like a conversation, mm -hmm. not the conversation. Mm -hmm. You fuck with me or you don't fuck with me. And yeah. It's that simple, you know what I'm saying? Fuck with me or don't fuck with me, man. Uh, what do you think about the music scene right now and its relation specifically to, like, Queens and the artists out there in Queens? The artists out there in Queens? I don't know who's out in Queens. Like, who are you talking about in Queens? Like, you got to give me, You like, got to tell me. I mean, I don't... I, I told you already. Like, I, yeah. I, you know, one of my... one I guess one of my, my weak spots or whatever is that I don't... Like, Queens artists... Artists that are based in Queens, I don't have those connections to like I do with the other oh. artists in the city. I don't know that many rappers in Queens. They took away Chinks. Mm. Rest in peace, Chinks. Uh, who we got in Queens? I know World's Fair is from Queens, right? Mm. They're from mm -hmm. Queens. Mm -hmm. uh, Shout out to Kai Baby, who we had on recently. I'm talking about homie Jeff Donna. You know, mm -hmm. they doing their thing. But I don't know what's. You got to refresh my memory because I might. Because, you know, I, I really like. I used to pay attention to people more, but now I don't really pay attention. You know what I'm saying? I kind of just like do my thing right Damn now. Thing. Bet. Which oh. is, you know what I'm saying? It is what it is. But I can't think of anybody from Queens at this point in time, so I can't really answer. I was, see, I was hoping that you was on Kate for Queens because like I, I, I talked to a couple people on the show previously. Shout out to um, Matt from Upcoming Hip Hop. And I told him that Queens is literally my weak spot. And I feel... I mean, I've, I've listened to other artists from Queens. Like, I've found them on SoundCloud. Other people recommend me to them. And I'm like, all right, cool. Like, they cool. But I don't see the camaraderie that I see. Like, if you talk about Bronx artists, if I listen to one Bronx artist, I could find five to seven more Bronx artists that work with them. And Queens is big as shit. Yeah, and I... I, but I Brooklyn is big as shit, and I know mad artists from Brooklyn. You nah, know, but it's different in Brooklyn because Brooklyn, it's like a hot spot. Okay, and that hot spot is all together. Okay, you know, you got like Best Stop, Bushwick, mm -hmm. and you got a little bit of Williamsburg and the States right there. Mm -hmm. Queens doesn't have that; it's so spread out. You got Jamaica, mm -hmm. and then you got what? You know what I'm saying? You asking me? You got Queensbridge. That's like all the way on the other side. Yeah. Then you got like. All the little spots in between, you got mm -hmm. East Elmhurst, you got Corona, you know what I'm saying? You mm -hmm. got, you know what I mean? Like, and anything that comes up, I don't, and I, I, I don't know, man, because Queens is so, like, again, it's just so diverse. I would hope that anything that comes out of Queens would be, like, something like me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Something super eclectic, I feel like that's the most, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's the most realized thing. Mm. Okay. Out of Queens. I don't know. You know what I'm saying? No, nah, I mean, I honestly think that there's a disconnect from... I mean, I feel like Staten Island and Queens are the two boroughs that are disconnected from the rest of the city 
because like you don't hear as much about Staten Island artists buzzing in the city or in Brooklyn and you don't hear about Queens artists as much buzzing in the city or in Brooklyn and even if they are buzzing they only buzzing with their crowd and that like they're not they're not expanding that and I don't know how I don't even know how to fix that like I it's a logistics problem with the city, man. Mm-hmm. It's just the way the city's made, you know what I'm saying? True. It's like, if you're from Harlem, you're always in the city, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's Harlem is black renaissance. Harlem yeah. is Harlem renaissance. So Harlem is always going to have it. The Bronx yeah. is right there next to Harlem. It's always going to have it. And mm-hmm. like I said, Brooklyn, Bed-Stuy is just like, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's always going to have it. These are the spots. And you yeah. got downtown. It's, you know, you got the downtown scene that makes sense. That's mm-hmm. like, Downtown scenes are always going to be any city. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Queens is literally like, just its placement and its size makes it mm-hmm. such a weird thing, sort of camaraderie. I think that's why when you get a lot of artists, it'd be like, like Queens Bridge and like Far Rock. You know what yeah. I'm saying? It's yeah. like gang 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 it's like because mm-hmm. it's so spread out it's not like mm-hmm. when you get biggie hove you know when you get biggie hove they write down the fucking block, block from, from each, each other. other you know what i'm saying <laughs> all right mm-hmm. okay fair enough fair enough so for whatever reason people reject jack of all trade creatives for whatever reason right so that how- is true right that yeah they do oh they yes Yes. <laughs> oh, that's weak as shit. <laughs> so how hard was it for you originally to shed the, the producer-rapper moniker to get the respect that you feel that you deserve for both being a good producer and being a good artist? I don't know. I'm still figuring it out, to be honest with you. To be, on- to be completely honest, mm-hmm. I'm still figuring it out. I kind of don't really pay attention to it that okay. much because okay. I, I feel like if you feel... if you. And I and I get it too. I get it. Like I get the whole like when you see a producer. Like I don't really listen to producer rappers. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's just it's kind of yeah. It's kind of like the thing. You know what I'm saying? You know what I mean? I don't I don't I don't know what to say. Just pay. You know I don't. But I don't listen to producer rappers for a reason. I've been let down a lot of times by producer rappers outside of fucking Kanye. Uh-huh. But like I'm a Pharrell fan, and there's even been times where I've been let down from Pharrell. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you just have to let the work show for itself. Like if the work is good, then accept me because it just makes sense. Like I'm not faking with you. I'm not. I'm you know I'm really I'm keeping it realer than most of your favorite rappers who uh-huh. be like inside all day and they don't fuck half the girls they fuck or do half the shit that they do. You know what mm-hmm, I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. accept me that I'm a real live human being. Like, I'm alive. Blast. Okay. And that's the story. And that's, you know what I'm saying? Like, producer or not producer, I'm just, I'm alive. So mm-hmm. that's just fuck with me for that. You know what I mean? Okay. All right, so let's start moving towards Water White. So, first of all, let's go, let's start with the name. What does it mean? Water White started out as a thing between me and my friends, to okay. be honest with you. It okay. started out it started out because a couple of things. Cause, um, Don't look for the political I, answer. Just say it. You know, I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. But like in you know in high school, like you know, I have old friends. I have pretty much the same friends that I had since like high school. Oh, nice. Yeah, I don't have that. Yeah, I got. I pretty. I pretty stuck around the same people. Like we always, we all grew up together. So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. part of it was just like the, you know the whole wavy thing, like taking mm-hmm. that to another level. That was part of it because you know I think that was just like how I was you know always describing myself. You okay. know what I'm saying? So okay. it was taking that shit to the next level. And then they used to always just call me Blanco in high school. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, not you know, high school or just that's what my friends called me. Yeah. So it was just like putting that together. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And then we were like, it really started from an argument or like a, you know, you know, you know, you be with your niggas and you'd be like, yo, I'm gonna get the car, this car. Mm-hmm. I think we was talking about like getting. Uh, 
I think we was talking about getting a range or some shit like that. Uh -huh. And then we was high and we was just like, yo, I would get the cranberry red Porsche. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, nah, nigga, that shit is corny. I would get the, you know, huggleberry blue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I was like, yo, I would get the water white 911. Oh, And right, niggas okay. was like, oh, water white. <laughs> So okay. after that, we was like, that's the hottest shit you could have is something yeah. water white. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was, or that shit's just water, you know what I'm saying? That's water white, you know what I'm saying? That's, that's what this project is. It's like, that shit. Water. There we go. See, that go, that's the answer right there. That's the answer. That's the first time I don't know how to get around to that shit, man. Just, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> All right, so two of the tracks, uh, She Moving and Speedy Gonzalez, were premiered by Fader. And then um, you had, one of them also uh, premiered by Noisy. Mm -hmm. So, first off, all three is going to be on a project, right? I hope so. I don't know. I've been making so many. <laughs> I hope so. Probably, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, oh, every time an artist come in here, I, I peep this in your interview, too. Uh, with, with the one with Fader, they asked you when it was going to drop. You said fall. And I'm mm -hmm. like, all right. I'm like, it's March now. So, we about, we about to head into spring, yeah, right? Man. You still record it. You still don't know the track lineup. When 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 are we gonna actually? See I this know project? it. It's just I know it, but I know me, and I know I'll change. I'll change it last minute. Like I'll, it all changed. You know what I'm saying? Like that Kanye shit wasn't just some Kanye shit. That it'd be like that. I just be like, okay, you okay. know what I'm saying? It'd be like, mm, I got a better idea. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and so I'm not gonna like, cause that's what's been happening. I'm like, uh, I got a better idea. You know what I'm saying? I'll have like. What do I then been through so many mixes? I got so many songs now, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It just keeps getting better and better, you know what I'm saying? So when it's right, when when and when you know what I'm saying, when more niggas, you know, I want more people want it more. Yeah. Like shit, I, don't know. I ain't finna give all this swag just for all this swag for no <laughs> reason, man. This <laughs> is a lot like niggas gonna be listening to this shit. Learning some shit, man. This shit is it's wavy, man. This is just the wavy shit. So who? So when you when you you're, you now you have all these tracks, right? Mm -hmm. Who you test? Like who are some of your test friends? Where you be like, ah, right, yo, listen to this and let me know what you think. Um. So my creative director. Uh huh. Yeah, like my fucking friends, man. But he's my creative. That's what mm -hmm. his, that's what his you know job is. Creative yeah. Director. Baby Water. He did World, World Tour actually. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That nigga is different, bro. <laughs> That nigga is different. He's been my friend since fifth grade. Oh, dope, 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 dope. You know what I'm saying? Dope. So he just started making beats, like, uh -huh. this summer. Uh-huh. And World Tour, actually, the pretty, like, the beat for that is actually really, really good, though. I do like that. That shit is OD. He just started, I mean, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit is crazy. Yeah. And, you know, he and we just, we come up with a lot of ideas for everything together. Um... So that's my partner. It's just for, you know my partner and then my other nigga Mordano. He's a, he's also my partner. Like we come up with a lot of ideas together. Mm -hmm. Sean he's Sean that's one you know, Sean Morris, everybody, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's my nigga. He I'll send music to him. You know, mm -hmm. management. Eric you know what I mean? My inner circle, like yeah, I, okay. I, I trust him. Eric, shout out to Eric. Mm -hmm. and, you know what I mean? I bet. Okay, well I hope that the three tracks are on the product too, because I mean What's your favorite one, for real, for real, and why? Um, I'm gonna have to go with She Moving, and I'm gonna say that because I watched the video. What? Yeah, like mm -hmm. for me, sometimes I need 
the visuals to put it together for me. Mm, you you know, she yeah, I needed that for she moving. Like she moving, I under I understood it to an extent. Would you? Yeah. What did you think about? I'm nobody. You know what I'm saying? I always wonder what niggas think about these songs. I don't really. You ask gotta ask. Them. You gotta ask. Yeah. Would you? When you first heard it, you you were like. When I when I first heard it, I mean, and I guess this is like this even I guess the criticism comes from will come from me as well. Like I'm still trying to figure out Justin Rose, you know, like how important is figuring figuring out Justin Rose for you to like accept? Um, accept? It's not about accepting. Like I'm a, I would accept you. I mean, we talking because I accept yeah, you. You know, yeah, yeah. um, I think the importance for it for me is that I need to know like what am I listening to? Like, am I listening to? something that I'm going to that I'm gonna grab and take away from or I'm gonna wanna play on a regular basis or am I listening to a song where I'm like, oh yeah that shit was dope but I, I don't wanna I'm not gonna play it back again. You uh, know? So like I like I was just talking to my um to my engineer just now about life of Pablo. For at first when I heard it, um when I heard it well, I guess when I when it actually was released, I didn't understand it. You know? Like I listened to it one time, I was like, alright well I don't, really, I don't really need to play this again. Uh-huh, uh-huh. But then I said, no, nah, let me try it again. Like a couple of weeks later, let me try it again. But let me put my headphones on so yeah. I don't hear nothing else but this. Yeah. And then that's when I understood it. Now, the whole project still isn't cohesive. Like, nothing, like to me, like, track one to track seven, like, is no, there's no real story there. But... I like it because I like production. Mm-hmm. Like I'm a, I'm a big produ- for me. Like I'm a big production. Like you could you don't gotta say shit on your trap, but if your if your beats is fire or whatever, and the whole thing makes me feel good, I'm I'm, I'm good with you that. You rock with it, yeah. yeah like, I, I have a I have a funny sound. Let's just let's just go with that. Yeah, no, I feel you on that one. I'm like that. I could be like that a lot of times. Okay. All right. Well, then well, here we go. This is yeah. go right back right to my next question. Then you know, describe Water White to me. Like, is this gonna be a project of singles? Or is it gonna be one cohesive story? Oh, it's, it's not. It's not. Um, um, it's not. It's not necessarily a story. It's not like a concept album whatsoever. Okay. It, I definitely one of my goals with this shit was to give. I wanted to make something again like that. I would listen to. You know mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I wanted it to make, especially if I was getting into artists, and I wouldn't want to hear the whole story right now. I would want to see yeah. if they could make jams. Like, mm. how consistent are you with the jams? Bro? Okay, okay. So that's what I'm, I think that's what a lot of World White is. It's mm. not singles, because it's not, I'm not giving you, like, 10, you know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. This is not a future tape, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's definitely not that. I'm not giving you 10 of the same joints or mm. just, like, what everybody likes, but... But I am giving you like what I think is a jam, right mm-hmm. now, you know what I'm saying? And there is a consistent sound to it, you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? But mm-hmm. like, I'm giving you my jams and my time. Like I'm not trying to make anything retro. I'm not trying to make anything, you know what I'm saying? That's not my style. I try to make, you know what I'm saying? I try to make something that's a little bit different, you know what I'm saying? And but it's still the jam, and uh, you know what I'm saying? But it's like movement, man. Like. You listen to all these. Listen to all these songs driving. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Do you drive? Do you get- I do. I do. I don't have a car, but I did drive though. Man, get a nice car. Get a good like a car and uh, where you could drive fast and you could drive. Like, you know what I'm saying? You could drive on a highway or some shit and listen. Yeah. And then listen, listen to three songs, man. Listen to she moving while you driving. Man. Mm-hmm. That shit is on. Or you just moving fast. Like, yeah. You know what I'm saying? It becomes something different. You know what I'm saying? Like world tour when you on the move. Like, you on the move. I. Sh- I think Crazy. so. I think I guess from a, for definitions, a definition standpoint, like your music puts people in a place that you were at, 
and or where you were where you um were conceptually you may not have actually been there but this is like you trying to paint a picture for them to be in that moment and i think like if for some like they would need to know that about you to know how to interpret the song i think that's more so about the definition of of you it's like how can i how do i have to interpret this song that's probably the better better way to say it possibly possibly you know what I'm saying? A lot of, a lot of, you know, music is, a lot of music is natural. So you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? Like it's not like, like I'm not a one take dude, but yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like I let it come out and mm-hmm. then, uh, like then I'll fix whatever came out type of thing. Okay. So I don't really okay. plot or everything out. So everything is, everything is me. So it's like hard to kind of like tell you what it is because I'm mm-hmm. still listening to it and taking yeah. it in. Like oh that's. You know, all the stories are true. For whatever stories are in there, all uh, lines are true. All the lines are true. So, uh-huh. you know what I'm saying? It was from moments, but you know what I mean? I know one thing that I always need to feel is that it's fucking moving. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it's like wavy. That's, it just all gotta be wavy. Like, it, got, like, it gotta hit the wavy. Like, I'll be like, all right, I'm gonna listen to this shit. Like, is this shit wavy? And that's it. That's my only criteria, bro. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, it gotta move. So, according to um, the leaked XXL document now, Playboy Cardi, who was featured on Speedy Gonzalez joint, made it as a freshman for 2016. Oh, yeah. You know? Oh, yeah, okay. Congrats yeah. to that nigga. Yeah. I was like, what, like, leaked what? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it came out, I think it was like, maybe like early, maybe, yeah, early, yeah, yeah, yeah. maybe like late last week, something like that. But anyway, um, so, does the cover, ever, did the cover ever have value to you? Like being a freshman, it does now because they got them niggas on there. <laughs> okay, okay. They got okay. them little niggas on there because that means that they watching like mm-hmm. Cardi, Cardi hot, bro. Cardi hot, Lil Uzi hot. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I just mm-hmm. did that tour. I I liked them before I did the tour with them and shit. Yeah. Like but that shit, like, all right, like, all right, cool. Now nah, y'all niggas might be paying attention. You know what I'm saying? It's always those years where it's like, all right, cool. They only they only fuck it up. They fuck it year by year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's like. You give me some fuck shit, bro. You might like, come on. You know I was not listening to this nigga. Who is this nigga, bro? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. But like they put some decent name. I forget. All I remember is those two niggas on there. I don't remember who else was. Who else was on a, there? Uh, designer was on there, which was um, another controversial. Um, you know how that beat though. You know what I'm saying? That song. Was, that, that shit is hot though. Yeah. I. I, I mean, I like the song. It it's took a, me. A, it took me a while to get it. Bro, the nigga goes on there and is like, pen to pen. That shit, <laughs> right there, you never heard no shit like that. I never heard no shit like that in my life. Nigga said, pen to pen. I heard that on the radio in the club, bro. Yeah, yeah. That shit is fire, so you get my vote off that, bro. Well, uh, let's see. T- Bryson Tiller's on there. Um, he deserves like, it. You know, I mean, like... Yeah, he definitely does. Him and Tory Lanez, like, those were... Tory those were Dave East is on there as well. Dave Undeniable. Uh, OT Genesis, people were kind of like, eh, about that. Who? OT Genesis. Because he's not a freshman. Yeah. But that cut it shit is... But, see, the the, fresh, <laughs> the freshman shit, though, like, that's, I guess that's the... I don't understand it. I think people don't understand what the freshman actually is. That needs a definition. But, uh, I mean, yeah. Yeah, Kogo was big as shit. He's definitely not... Nah, he's not a freshman. But, yeah. Kirk Knight, um, another one who people were kind of like, eh. Um, Post Malone. Post. Uh, people were like, eh. What? Uh, yeah, people that people eh? because in, because me? you know what it is. I think people again the definition. I think like once people understand, like if, if you okay. So in terms of correlation, like how do all these artists correlate? You know, like some of these artists have been on they for don't have a minute. Album. Some of the artists have been on for a minute. Some yeah. of the artists haven't been on for a minute. But they know? don't have an album. They don't have. It. So you see, so it's That's like what makes them a freshman still. 
don't know. I'm still. If you don't got an album, bro, because that's because it, it might seem like that. It might seem like that. Maybe even as a fan, but the reality mm-hmm. of it is, if you don't got an album, my nigga, you it's like the album is the official thing. Like mm-hmm. it still is, man. You know what I'm saying? Like albums make niggas different. Like you go on tours after albums. You know what I'm saying? Like Post well, Malone. Post Malone still, you know. He still he got a he got one big ass record. Mm-hmm. But he still open up for niggas. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Post Malone is definitely still a fresh meat. When when niggas come out with that album, man, it's different. Mm-hmm. If the album's good, if it does good, you know what I'm saying? Like think about a f- album that does really good. It's way better, bigger than a mixtape that does really good. You know what I'm saying? For most of it, but yeah. yeah. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, like way more money off, you know what I'm saying? Like They like to make it seem like it's not, but you know, yeah, the album's different, man. Yeah. I understand to an extent, but then I don't. Mm-hmm. I don't. I think it's because I'm no longer a casual fan, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I look deeper into this. I've heard, like, you know, Tory Lane's got, like, freaking 11 mixtapes, you know? Someone who has 11 mixtapes should not be a freshman. What? He has 11 mixtapes. Yo, 11, mi- 11 like, mixtapes. 11 mixtapes. 11 mixtapes in yo, 2009. Yo, the nigga Tory Lanez. Niggas been knowing that Tory Lanez is nice since I remember hearing him when Drake was getting big. Yeah, yeah. I got it to him at the same yeah. time and I was like, yo. I wasn't into him, but I mm-hmm. heard him and I remember mm-hmm. I was like, yo, this nigga is nice. Yeah. And he's like a kid. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And niggas wasn't paying attention to him. Like you, see, you know what I'm saying? He's mm-hmm. like niggas is just starting to pay attention to yeah. nigga. He's definitely a freshman in the game. Like whether you gotta go like whether you know what I'm saying, like whether you gotta go to the development league or you need mm-hmm. to go to college or you go straight. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You, when you hit is when you hit. You a freshman. Fair enough. You okay. Okay. All right. All right. I could. I, I understand. I understand. In the development league for eleven. <laughs> no. Eleven mixtapes deep. <laughs> so you take a minute, man. But all right. So a while back, you described yourself as a music designer, and you don't describe yourself like that anymore. Where did you find that shit up? I yo, I be yeah, son. My, I I'm said a, that dumb I'm a journalist, shit. man. Yes. But, but yeah, so how do you describe yourself now? Man, I'm just a creative kid. I'm just a creative kid right now. Mm. That's for real, for real. That's the only, because you know what I'm saying? I'll be doing so much shit that it wouldn't even make sense for me to be like, you know what I mean? Like to box my. Mm. If you ask me where mm. I am, I'm be just like, yo, I'm a creative dude. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's the most honest answer. But. You know what I'm saying? Okay. I'm an artist. You know what I'm saying? I'm an artist. I'm an artist. That's yeah. what creative being is, right? An I mean, you could be more than you could be more than that. Like I think, like I think that you're more. I think creative is probably the best, the best definition because, like, you don't, you're not just an artist. You know, but I'm making art. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like on that scale, like when you take what it really is, not like a recording artist, mm-hmm. but it's really like. Niggas doing like taking blood, sweat, like I, I just I came here from the studio. I ain't been asleep yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah. It's like blood, sweat, and tears to mm-hmm. make a art, regardless of criticism. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it is what it is. When once it's done, but we put in money, time, attention, and you know what I mean everything into like a thing, a art. So like, we artists. I'm an artist, just like everybody else, man. Okay. All right, all right. So. You, you just recently like RT answers. I'm sorry. Man. I <laughs> no, not, I mean not. I, I, I try not to, man. I like no. I like any type of answer because you know if you give me if you gave me a, a, a typical answer that you would have written down, it's not the same. You know, like you yeah. like this whole this format is so you for you so that you can be yourself. You don't need to keep it curtailed to anything but just being yourself. So yeah, I like that. So you recently performed at Music BT Music Matters. 
It's literally the only music matters that I missed in the last six months. I've gone to every single one. The best one. Man. But I missed that one. It was a it was like a debate going on. I was like, yo, damn, I don't want to leave the house. And it was January, and I'm like, yeah, it's cold as fuck, and I don't want to leave the house. So mm. now nah, I'm good. But anyway, I missed that one. Um, it was fire. There's no <laughs> girls in there. <laughs> I bet you, I bet there was. It was my girls. Yo, it was so many girls. I never see that many girls at SOBs. It was like, because it was some R&B yeah, 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 yeah. I didn't yeah. know that when I went in there. I had mm. no idea. No, I didn't know it was going to be some R&B shit. Yeah. I was like, damn, they must see me as an R&B nigga. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it was mad weird. I was like, what the fuck? All right, cool. Uh, R&B nigga for the night. I'm talking about every girl in here. <laughs> All right, so for people who haven't seen you perform live, you know, like try and describe like your performance style. Like, what's it like? What kind of what kind of experience do you give people? To be honest, man, when I go out there, I try to give it my, all my energy. I try to try to feel the music first, okay, and then with hope with hopes that like if you're looking at me, you gonna fuck with it too. You know what I'm saying? Because you see how much I fuck with. Because I fuck with my music. Like, I feel mm. like I make the music. You know what I'm saying? Like, I know what I'm making the music for. Like, I'm making yeah. the music for y'all to move. Yeah. So y'all gonna move if y'all just, like, believe in it. You know mm -hmm, what I'm saying? Mm -hmm, like, because mm -hmm. you know how New York crowds be. They Sometimes they just be wanting to watch. But if you want to move, you gonna move. Especially because yeah. I'm moving. Yeah, yeah. So I just be wanting people to move and, you know what I'm saying? And, you know, enjoy themselves. Like, I kind of be on my rock star shit. Like, mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? That's my shit. Like, I'll just be kind of wilding out if I get the chance to. You know what I'm saying? Like, South by Southwest, I'm wilding out. I'm definitely wilding out. Where you performing? Um, well, what, I got what? one show. One show that got canceled, but mm -hmm. I got one show out there right now. And that one show, I'm a fucking wild fucker. I got a show tomorrow, too, by the way. New oh, yeah, I did peep that. I did yeah, peep that. I got a show tomorrow. I'm a wild fucker. I got a new song I just did. I've been uh -huh. performing new songs. That's another thing. If you come to the show, uh -huh. I'll, I'll fuck around performing a new song if you care. You know what I'm saying? Uh -huh. If you care, you'll catch some new songs in that bitch. All right. So, I'm going to give you 30 seconds. I feel like you're not going to use it, but 30 seconds. Anything you have to say, anyone you want to shout out, any promo you want to put up, this time is all yours. All right, man. So, water white, water white, water white, water white. That's gospel. Don't forget it. Water white coming soon. You know what I'm saying? Make sure you check out the SoundCloud. Listen to the jams that are out. That's the tip of the iceberg, okay? Speedy Gonzalez, world tour, she moving. Tip of the iceberg, but listen to them joints because them joints. Water white, water white, water white. Um, you know, shout out to the squad, Fly High Club. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody that ever showed love, man. Yeah, man. That's, that's more than 30 seconds. There you go. Yeah. At Justin, at at Justin, Justin Rose, Rose, PHC. Yeah, definitely want to plug want plug in social media. Yeah, <laughs> at Justin Rose, PHC. Uh-huh. Fly High Club with a P. Yes. Uh, Instagram, at Justin, Justin Rose. At JustinRose.phc is the Instagram. Sorry I did that to y'all, but you know how to be difficult a little bit. <laughs> Can't give it all up, you know what I'm saying? Uh, RoseGoldTheWorld.com. But just make sure you check out that SoundCloud, SoundCloud, Justin-Rose. That's where you need to go. That's where you need to be. That's where you need to stay. I love you. Dope. Bye. All right, folks, it's the Encore Radio Show. This is Wise. Uh, make sure you guys follow us, Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, at Encore Radio Show. I made it easy for you guys. Hmm. Uh, you guys can follow me, The Real Wise, with a Z. I guess I made that part hard. Uh, the Real Wise, um, we got a lot of shit going on. Shout out to the Any Creative Network. 
shout out to all the shows that we podcast with, yo. So shout out to Dan, shout out to Casanova.audio. I'm gonna forget mad people shit right now, so that's my fault. But shout out to all y'all. Uh, bless, bless, bless. IndieCreativeNetwork.com, EncoreRadioShow.com. We out. Good morning, folks. The Encore Radio Show podcast is an Indie Creative Network production recorded at Real Life Studios, produced by Lance Huff and executively produced by Chris Kopsetic.